hello, y'all. Welcome to another episode of the Nikki Lee Podcast, where it is tea time every Tuesday. Grab your favorite tea or coffee drink, pull up a chair, and let's chat. Hey, hey, friends. Happy Tuesday. What's going on with everybody? I hope that... It is a beautiful morning where you are, and by beautiful, I mean you're awake <laughs> and you're you're still alive. That makes it a beautiful day. It doesn't matter if it's snowing or eight degrees outside or beautiful blue sky, bright sun, or cloudy. It's still a beautiful day because you... Are still here. So remember that. Remember that as you go throughout the day that um, you're still here and you still have purpose. And I would strongly suggest that you go through the day with a grateful heart. Because there are many, many, many people in our country and in the entire world who are struggling and um, they're, they're going through a very, very rough time. So if you're like me, you know, we go through challenges every day, find something to be grateful for. Don't, just don't let the day get away without being grateful for what you have and for where you are. Because not everyone, not everyone in this world is where you are. <laughs> so that's, that's my thought for the day. I guess I can end the podcast. Um, but no, I'm not. <laughs> I do have a thought. But that was my first thought, was to find something to be grateful for today. As far as my tea, you know, I don't have a tea. (laughs) I don't even have a tea made. But I want to share this with y'all. I don't, I've never looked up anything like my friend told me to. I don't, I just know I trust Adina. I love her and my friend Adina. (laughs) I adore her. We've been friends for over 30 years. And anyway, she shared some, I call it a magic tea. I'm sure it has a name. I have no idea, but I call it the magic tea. I don't even know what it does. (laughs) I was visiting her, me and my family were visiting. And she said, you have to try this tea. It is so good. And um, it has all these great health benefits. Oh, cool. That's great. Anyway, she pulls out these whole black peppercorns if you know what that is I mean it's pepper it's just in the in its whole form whole black peppercorns and she took some hot water and she poured some of these peppercorns at it and said you know don't touch it just let it sit there and I said okay and so then she's like all right let's put in some more hot water and then she said, put in your favorite tea bag. Whatever your tea is, you know, whatever you want to have that day. I was like, cool, I'll take pe- peach. So I put in a peach tea bag and she was like, just sit, let it sit. 
And then if I'm not mistaken, she put in like some cold water. I don't know. I don't remember all the things. I just know how I do it. And then I put my honey in it. And I think that's all I did. Anyway, Adina says that this tea has some really great health benefits. I don't know anything about that. Is anyone out there familiar with the health benefits of peppercorns? Because <laughs> I haven't looked it up yet. She told me to do it and I was like, yeah, well, whatever. I trust you. I'm not. Anyway, so peppercorn tea, y'all. Try it. <laughs> I guess it's supposed to help your body somehow. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so this is what's on my mind today. What's on my mind is this. A couple weeks ago, my family and I took a trip to Waco, Waco, Texas, not very far from where we are, about an hour and a half. Well, maybe almost two hours. It's a pretty good drive. And Waco, if you're not familiar with it, is where the Magnolia what do you call it? Magnolia Market. Um, it's Chip and Joanna Gaines. That's their thing. They're, as far as I'm concerned, Waco belongs to them. <laughs> Waco belongs to Chip and Joanna Gaines. They have a TV show on HGTV, which I don't, admittedly, I do not watch, y'all. I, I know about it. I just, I don't watch it. But a couple of weeks ago, we visited some friends in Waco and we visited the Magnolia Market and we had breakfast, which was absolutely delicious at Magnolia Table. Um, so I recommend it. I really do. It was, it was a lot of fun. There was a lot to do, um, a lot to buy in their shop. Oh, I could have purchased the entire store, but my husband was there. <laughs> so I digress. Um, but while while we were while we were in Waco, we drove through downtown. That's kind of where near where the Magnolia stuff is. We drove through downtown, and in Waco is Baylor University. Very very big university, um, Baylor, and um, quite quite well known. Beautiful campus, just absolutely beautiful campus. Um, all the, the brick buildings. I love that. Absolutely love that about college campuses. I'm not sure if all college campuses are like that, but this one is. It's right in the middle of downtown and it is just so beautiful, small townish, but just beautiful. As we drove through, these memories started to flood again. Um, and I remember saying to my husband, I just kind of sighed. <laughs> I sighed really heavily and I said, you know, I just, I never got to experience this. I never got to experience college life. What I know about college life is from friends who went to college or who finished college or um, people who are in college now. I just, or from TV shows, whatever. I have, I just didn't have that experience. I did about a year and a half at a community college where I grew up and long story short, I did not finish. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of stuff that happened around that time frame and I, I didn't, I did not finish. 
and I did not get my college degree. And I've struggled with that. I really have. I've struggled with that over the past however many years, 25 years, um, for several reasons. But this one really hit me. Every time I'm on a college campus, all these memories start to come back. Like, oh, I wish I would have finished. And I wish it, all these, I wish, I wish, I wish. Well, a part of me does. Part of me does wish that I had completed my college years and received a college degree and, and experienced all the things that you would experience on a college campus. Um, even the time that I spent at the community college, it was a smaller college, which is fine. I just don't remember much about it. <laughs> I don't remember much, which is probably not good, but I don't know. I, I, um, I've over, over the past several years, I've toyed with the idea of, oh, you know, should I go back? Am I at a place in my life where I can? Do I even want to do this? Do I even want to go through this four years, um, to get my college degree? And I'm just so back and forth on that. And so my, I guess I should say my first question is to anyone who's listening, have you been in that position? Have you, um, were, you know, did you not finish college? Did you, is it something that you've always wanted to do and you're toying with the idea of going back? Or maybe that is you. You waited until your kids were much older out of the house and you decided to go back to school. I would love to hear from you because I'm telling you that's where I'm at right now. I'm just kind of trying to feel my way through that. Um, I'm still not quite sure if it's something I want to do at this point, um, especially because I homeschool. Remember, I, I have a 10 and a half year old kid at home who I homeschool and I love him dearly. And I, I for the most part, enjoy <laughs> homeschool days. Some, some school days are, are rough, but for the majority of the time, I enjoy it. I enjoy it so much. But there, with that, for me, comes a struggle. And, and here's what I want to dive into for the next few minutes is that struggle of, you know, am I, am I good enough um, for what I'm doing? You know, like for my kid or having thoughts and feelings of, am I good enough for my husband? I mean, my husband got his college degree and had a great job and all these things. And I think back and I'm like, oh, <laughs> all these opportunities. Have I missed out on all these opportunities? And, um, yeah, my, my mind just gets so flooded with these thoughts. And I keep coming back to this book that I read. Um, I would love to have this woman on, or this author on my show. We shall see. Um, I, I, I should just reach out to her, right? Hey, she can either say yes or no. <laughs> um, but her name is Mary Caroline Craig. Mary Caroline Craig. She is a nutrition and um, fitness coach. I do not know her personally. I don't even know how, I, how, how my husband got this book. But a couple of years ago, um, I guess he was, he reads up on so much nutrition stuff. So I'm assuming that's how he got this book, but I remembered him giving it to me. Not 
that I needed to, you know, lose weight or anything like that. He felt like it was a very good, encouraging, inspirational book for me to read at that time. And so Mary Caroline Craig wrote this book. It is called Breathe, Believe, Become. So whenever I can't remember it, I just call it the three B's. <laughs> but Breathe, Believe, Become. And her tagline is like, live your best life now. And this book is so good. There's so many great thoughts in here. But there is a chapter in here that has just stuck with me. Especially in those moments where I get kind of bogged down with my thoughts of, you know, I didn't finish college and blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm not good enough and all of these ridiculous, crazy lies. I come back to this chapter and this chapter is in the section titled Breathe. And the, the title of this chapter is called What Do You Love? And for many reasons, this particular chapter just struck so many chords with me. It just, um, oh, just so many thoughts here. I, I, I cannot read this entire chapter, but I'm going to, I'm going to touch on a few of the points that I underlined, um, that I just think are worthy of sharing. So in this, in this book, she talks about her journey, um, her health journey, her weight loss journey, um, just different issues that she wanted to overcome and she just wants to share with people how you can live your le- your best life now. And it will take discipline. It will take encouragement from for yourself, from other people. It takes hard work, right? And it takes motivation. But you can reach whatever your goal is, okay? We're all on different walks of life, um, different seasons of life. But whatever your current goal is, you can reach that if you're willing to be dedicated, um, work hard at it and, um, find a way to keep yourself motivated. But through this, she really needed to find something to get her health on track. And she did the, she did just that. There is a part here, um, in this chapter that is titled, I have passion. And I wrote yes next to that. (laughs) Um, I wrote yes next to it. And this is why. Um, She has, I'm going to quote her here. She says, when I think of the word passion, I think of something that lights me up, makes me smile, gives me hope, and brings the possibility back into my vocabulary as well. Think of some things that bring passion into your life. When you choose to add more of these things, the cost of having to make time for them no longer seems as daunting. So going back to my whole thought process of, you know, possibly going back and getting my college degree, I think, you know, is it something I'm passionate about? You know, is it something that I really feel passionate enough about to say, look, I'm going to do um, what I need to do to make it happen, or I'm, I'm going to force myself 
you know, to make Tom to do it, am I really there? You know, is it something that I really am passionate about? This next um, paragraph is what struck me. So this is what she says. When we choose to engage in things that we love and are passionate about, we wake up with excitement for the day and seem to lose track of time. These things we love bring us energy and enthusiasm about sharing with others so we don't collapse or run out of energy at the end of our day. Think of a time when you were doing an activity for a long stretch of time and became so lost with joy that you didn't even remember to stop and eat. So I'm going to share one of those with y'all. <laughs> um, this is something I absolutely enjoy. Every year, and unfortunately not for the past two to three years, but every summer, I would attend the Girl Talk camp in Atlanta, Georgia. And for those of y'all who really know me and how involved I am and how passionate I am about Girl Talk, um, you know what this means to me. So Girl Talk Camp was just like, it was no question. I'm going to be there. I'm going to spend an entire week with these beautiful girls and just love on them and watch them literally um, change from this shy little caterpillar at the beginning of the week to this beautiful flourishing butterfly at the end of the week. That brings me so much joy. Being a mentor to young girls, that brings me so much joy. Um, that's something I'm extremely passionate about. And I'm really, really happy to say that, you know, over the past couple of years, COVID has um, pushed those plans off, obviously. So camp has been virtual, but I'm telling you, virtual will never take the place of being at that camp in person because it's just such a wonderful experience. But mentoring, mentoring girls has been a passion for me for years since I was in high school. It's just something I've always enjoyed doing. So that brought back that memory for me to say, you know, no, I don't have a college degree, but you know what? You know what I do have? <laughs> I am passionate about this. And so because I'm passionate about that, I take that and I use it. Um, so I don't just have something, oh yeah, that's something I'm passionate about. No, if you're, some, if you're really passionate about something, you will make time to do it. And when you do it, it actually brings you joy. <laughs> it actually brings you joy. So think of where you are right now. Um, say you went to college and you got your degree and you were really excited about this particular um, subject, you know, whatever you, whatever your major was in, in college. And so you're working. It's five years have passed, 10 years have passed. Now you're at year 15. Is it something that you're still passionate about? Are you still passionate about where you are? Um, I know, oh man, I know so many people who started out being passionate about their major or, you know, their new job, 
but years pass, things change, you change, maybe you got married, started having kids, maybe you're looking around and thinking, I don't know that I'm interested in, in this anymore. <laughs> I don't know that it, this is something that I'm passionate about anymore. When do we stop asking those questions? When do we stop asking the question, am I still passionate about this? And if I'm not passionate about it, why? You know, what, what caused, what caused that, that to change? And is there anything wrong with it? Is there anything wrong with, oh, I'm not sure that I want to do that anymore. Now, I totally get it. Hey, you know, you have a family to take care of. You have mouths to feed. You can't just like, oh, forget it. I'm just going to quit my job and <laughs> go run after my passion. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is if there's something that has just really been pressing, um, pressing on your heart and you just feel like, gosh, I just really think I want to try something else. Why not? Why not? What's the worst that can happen, right? <laughs> yeah, um, it may not work. But hey, you never know if you don't actually go after it. There's another quote that Mary Caroline says in this chapter, and it's this. It is never too late to redefine who you are and what you stand for. Even if you have worked 10-hour days for years it doesn't mean that you are stuck doing so forever. If you love what you do and that work is important to you, then great. If not, then it's time to make some changes now. Uh, I don't know, y'all. <laughs> I just, there's something about those words that I'm just like, oh man. You know, I, like I said, Maybe a career change isn't possible. It, it is what it is. Um, but maybe there's a hobby that you absolutely love. And you truly feel like it would add value to your life. Then why not do that? Whatever that thing is, do that. Um, I know so many people who used to have hobbies and, and they just put it down. You know, life happens. Life happens. But again, if it brought you joy um, and you truly feel like it would add value to your life, just why not? I know lots of women who love to sew, who love to quilt, who love to paint. And sometimes they don't even do that for themselves. Like they enjoy it, but then they, whatever the finished product is, they gift it to someone just because it's something that they're passionate about. I think that's wonderful. So that's just what I wanted to share with y'all today. Um, maybe you're thinking the same thing, you know, not, not going back to school for your college degree, but maybe you're thinking, you know, what is my passion? What does that even mean? What am I passionate about? Am I, am I passionate about my current career? Am I passionate about where I am in life? Um, ask yourself those questions. Really think long and hard about where you are and 
think about, you know, um, the time. I don't know. There's always a time factor. But maybe there's something that you would like to do, but you're thinking, oh, that may take too much time away from my family or or whatever, but it's okay to ask yourself those questions and just sit down and write stuff out. I know how I am. If I don't write stuff down, that stuff just kind of sits in my brain and it's like spaghetti. Like it's all over the place. (laughs) So when I have something in my mind, I have to really write it out and, and see it on paper and have a visual and just really sit and think hard about whatever that thing is. And then I have discussions, you know, I talk to my husband, um, ask him what, um, what are his thoughts on it? I ask close friends. I ask people to pray about that situation. Um, and sometimes you don't even need that, especially if it's something as simple as a hobby. Like for months, I've been thinking about taking up pottery again. I mentioned that on a previous episode, uh, It really enjoyed doing it, but life took me down some detours and that's fun, but it really is something that I would like to get back to doing. I just have yet to do that. (laughs) So maybe y'all can help me with that by sharing your experiences with me and sharing maybe you're in that space or you were in that space and you just decided to take that leap. I would love for you to share your experience with me and with the rest of our listeners. I think that would be fabulous. That book again by Mary Caroline Craig, C-R-A-I-G, is Breathe, Believe, Become. And her website is www.livealivefit.com. So I advise you to check it out and maybe even grab this book yourself. I'm pretty sure it's on Amazon or you can get it through Amazon. Um, And I'm sure maybe through her website. But it was definitely worth the second read. Yes, I read it twice (laughs) because I'm in a different place in life and you know how that works. It just hit me a little bit differently. So I wanted to share that with you. I hope that y'all have a fabulous day, fabulous day. And remember, find something to be grateful for because we all have something or some things to be grateful for. Until next time. Thank you so much for joining me today for a little tea talk where it's always a great time to live out Be real, be true, be you.